Okay. Uh, so today I want to explore a thing which is very difficult for me. It's very difficult for me because it will be clear today that we are living in a world which is very, very different from the world of those Balea which were even uh, 50, 80 years ago, not to mention 100, 200 years ago. They are very, very far. And uh, we have to find a way not to give up on that. That we have to find a way. So this is a whole challenge. I'll try first to explore together that it should be very clear. I think it will be very clear in the end of the world that we are holding in a place with our Ruchnius, which we have to do something about that in a very general way. We saw last time that the Oilom, the world of the Yetzel, is a very narrow world. But the world of Torah or of the Seichel is a very broad world. That's what we spoke last week. But the point is, we don't know at all that there is a world of Seichel. This is the major problem. The major problem is we don't know that the Seichel is a world. We think the Seichel is a tool. We have a very sharp tool to solve problems. But we are not, we are not approaching Seichel in a way that Seichel means a world. It's a world of Seichel, not a tool. There's a big difference. A world always means that things are there and many things are there and they are interconnected. The one brings to the other and the one leads to the other. That's what the world is. You go on the on the Kvish outside and then when you go further and then left and you reach Mirishiv, that world is built like this, that their things are connected, that things are one in relation to the other. That's what the world is. We don't use the Seichel in that way. We use the Seichel as a very sharp and a very sophisticated tool. So there we are specialists. We are unbelievable specialists today in using the Seichel in a way which we don't have to be ashamed even from former generations. That's one of the unclarity of a yeshiva bochel today, when he knows how to learn, let's assume that, when he knows how to learn, then he looks at himself, and he looks at Chidush uh, Rebel Chonon when you want, and then he thinks about himself, I could... You know, I, or you look at others, you know, you, you are not this, you don't have this breath, and you don't have this knowledge, but thinking process in a in a, a local way, you learn with your vomus. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, when you learn your vomus, then you can come to a good question and you can even come to a good answer today. Yeah? Even though you are not, uh, you understand, you are not a Tamil Chochum like a Bouchber or whatever it is, but, uh, but you are using your brain in a way which is very productive and you can use this tool over here in a very, very deep and productive way. And then you don't really know, so what, what's, why everyone says we are so far away, you know, we have a Boch Hashem, Kenayin Hore, you know, Achshor Dore, we are Rabbi Safsalim, you know, we are learning. Only to give you the illustration, look, there are two things you could do with your brain. The one is, is using it as a tool, that means you use it as a tool to, to, um, to, to solve a problem. There's a problem going on. Could be a, 
a scientific problem, could be a Torah problem, doesn't matter to me now. There's a problem, and you think about the problem, how to reach a solution. That's called using the brain as a tool. That's what you use. And there's another brain function, which you can't, which you can't deny that you have to do that with a brain. That is, that you have, um, you are contemplating, and you are writing a poem, like when you want in English, I don't know, what is the English, what the British, the Shakespeare, whatever it is, but Abuda Levi by us, you know, what, what these people which they wrote poems, the Ramban, Chasnish too, they wrote poems. That's also a product of your intellectual force, your mask. So what is the primary purpose of your Seichel? Is it to solve problems or is it to write poems or using it in that way? What is it? So 99% of the people will tell me, your seichel is there to solve problems. That's what you have a seichel. You have a good kasha, you find a good teretz. You have a problem in quantum physics or whatever it is, and you think about that, and you'll find a solution. You have a problem in computer programming, and you are thinking about it, and you come to a solution. That's what your seichel is there for. The other thing is what you do, you know, that's for your pastime, you know, when you have really nothing to do, and perhaps you're in a place where it's also to learn, then you can write poetry. So my question is, Lossid Lovoy, or when it would be the Luchas Rishoynes, when we would reach the Luchas Rishoynes or Lossid Lovoy, there will be no questions left. That's what the Chazal say. But Luchas Rishoynes, when the Moshe Rabbeinu would bring down the Luchas Rishoynes, everything would be written. All the Torah Shemal too. That's what it says in the Gemara in Yerushalmi, that everything, everything would be explicit. There would be no Machleikas, there would be no problem. And lost it lower, that comes back. That there will be no questions. So what did you do then? Did you really think that lost it lower? They'll sit like in a semi, uh, idiotic way, you know, and simply have a no. That's what you think Oilam Habo is. Yeah? Or Oilam Habo is a place of safety. For sure, Oilam Habo is a place of safety. But there are no questions. So it looks like to me that the primary function of your seichel is to write poetry. Hmm. That means to live in a world of seichel. Not to use the seichel as a tool. No. Rabbi Yudalevi didn't have any question when he wrote one line and then he has it's a kasha now. I have a kasha, I have to be have a terrace. How to write the second line? No. No, he used his seichel that he was involved in a world which was all thought and all recognition and all hasoge. And he wrote that and he lived in that. He had anoa from that. That's the primary function of our seichel. And we do not have that. We are losing that. We are losing that. We are not able to enter a world of thinking. We are able to use the seichel as a tool. And then everything gets awkward, you know? Everything gets awkward. I was, um, I experienced that still, I experienced that, that it is a strange world. That, I know that. You look at me now like I speak with you, uh, with you about, about some, some, uh, exotic animal in the zoo, you know? No, but this, what the oilum, this is what Torah was. Torah is a place where your seichel creates a world. Your seichel is not solving problems. That what is not the oil of Hatoire. 
the oilam the Torah is involved is that you are living seichel. That's what you are living. I tell you the story as perhaps told me once over here that um, that Mashgiach. I, I saw that still by the Mashgiach that he was living in the seichel. He was. Uh, I was at the schus to be with him for ten days in America when we were on on. The, they made a, a thing for the Beis Hamusa for the Mashgiach then. So we were 10 days with him. I was with him 10 days. And then he met Rabsim Chazizl. So Rabsim Chazizl, that's the son of Rabbi Yerucham. And that was a very interesting meeting, believe me. It was very interesting. And they met together. And then Rabsim Chazizl, he said, Shalom, it's finished. Now he goes out. So he didn't want the Mashgiach to, to go with him because he didn't want that COVID. So he just get up and she went, the Mashkiach wanted to go after him, but he said, no, 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 I'm going, and he ran out. But the Mashkiach went out, he went after him slowly, and I, went, I was next to the Mashkiach, and then he saw how Rapsim Chazizel went into this big American car, you know, this Kenein Hore, a whole ship, you know, some Chevrolet, which, you know, the, the whole thing. He went in there, and he was behind the wheel, and he he drove off. That's what he drove. And then Mashiach turned around slowly and looked at me and says, in Miri Yeshiva, he wouldn't dare to drive a car. That's what he said. He wouldn't dare. So that was very awkward because Miri Yeshiva, there were no streets. When you want to drive a car in Miri Yeshiva, you need a hammer, you know? Like this vehicle, four on four, high up, you know, you can Hammer, I don't know how to say that. That's what you do, that's what you do, that's what you do. And you can't go in it. What was Mr. was a fault, this became, can't drive a car in the What was his intention? So in order to illustrate that, how far people are, when I tell this story, and I leave the people alone, they hear it like this. They hear it, it's not mechubit, a covet for a bentere, to be, sit behind the wheel and drive a car. It's no covet. So this is when you don't know the Mashgiach. That was not the issue at all. I have a raya on that when you want a raya. I was in Mashgiach in the same trip by his, home, by his son's home and his son was driving a motorcycle 750 cc. And now he was living in Flatbush and he went in the, in the, to the middle of Manhattan. I think it was Times Square. He was working there by the diamonds. You know, So Mashgiach wanted me to go with his son on the motorbike. You know, so I didn't want. I said, no, no, no. And then Mashgiach said, no, no, you go with him, go with him. So I had to put on a hand helmet and put my hat in the back. And believe me, I said at least 10 times vidui throughout all these turning over the highway. You know, I, I was for, I was sure I'll die now. So the Rebus Akatachmonis, no, I didn't die, but it was a very, very uh, awkward trip. So COVID was not the point of the Mashgir. Believe me. Uh, no, that was not the point. What was the point? The point was that when he was in Mir Yeshiva, he wouldn't dare entering a situation which makes it impossible to think. And that's what you do when you are behind the wheel. Because when you are thinking and misboinen and you are driving a car, I I will let you drive alone. I will not sit next to you. Because it's extremely dangerous to sit next to a person which is thinking when he drives. You have to stop that thing 
and you have to react to what comes from outside. That's right. You have to do that. And he would never do it in Miriam That was the point. Well, what? No, he has no cushion now in your womb. Why should he think? It's no good. I have the Tiruchim. So why should, why should I what, I'll have to make up another cushion? Well, ma, ma, ma. Think the whole time. Well, ma, thinking the whole time. When I have a kasha, I'll think about the terrace. When I have no kasha. <coughs> no. No. You think 24-7. That's what you do. You live there. You live in your, se- in your seichel. That's what you do. But we, are, we don't have that, you know. We don't have. We think our own, the whole thing our seichel produces is he produces a solution to a problem. And when there is no problem, there is no point to use a seichel. Yeah? There is no point to use a seichel. When you, when you, when you are, when you are, uh, no, there is no problem, so there is no point to use a seichel. No, it's not like this. You have to live your seichel. And this is strange part. I, ha- I experienced it in the Mashgir in another way, you know. So, when you are, when you are, um, um, when you are, I was 85 already, 85 something like this, and it was, it was like an older person, and once when you fall asleep, you also had a, had a goof, but it didn't feel so well, so you fall asleep. So when you fall asleep, how do you fall asleep when you read a book, you know? You read a book, then you read it, you read it, and then you get tired, then you get more tired, and then you fall asleep. And then you wake up, and then you say, ah, where we are? We were, um, um, let's begin again from here. That's what you do normally. That's right. I saw it over and over again. It was like a miracle. Over and over again I saw that. That man was falling asleep. He was definitely falling asleep for five minutes, ten minutes, falling asleep. When he woke up, we were continuing from the same word he ceased to read. Not from the from the keta, not from the sentence, not from the same word. It just was reading further from the same word we were stopping. You know? How can it be? Because it was living seichel. Huh? Do you know where you are now? And when you fall asleep five minutes, you wake up, you still know where you are? Yeah, for sure. I don't have to say, where I am, I am, I am in the basement. No. When you no, you know where you are after, also after you fell asleep. You know, you know where you are. He knew where he is. Because his seichel was where he was living. No. By us it's not, not existent. It's really not existent. We are not living our seichel. There is no world over there. That is an old demand. That is not our problem, only we are really far from. Our whole life is not like this. The whole life. The whole life is that the the maximum we are appreciating about our seichel is that that thing can solve problems. No. It's made for a different thing. It's made to live in a seichelistic world. To live with that. It's a big world. It's a big power which you have over here. Not in order to solve problems. It is a big thing. You can live with that. The Alta wanted to do that. The Alta von Kelm also wanted to uh, to motivate people to live in the world of Seichel. And the Alta told them, you have to think that when you are in a place 
where it's pitch dark, what do you then? What do you do then? So then, then you have to, then you, you don't know what to do, you know? So, so what do you do then? Then you have to leave your seichel, because that is a person which leaves the seichel. When it's pitch dark, he's still happy thinking about things, because he has that in his brain, you know? And then he says further even, that people, when they think about that, that you, that's the way that Balemusa spoke, when you are reaching 120 and you'll go out of this world, it will be very dark in the, in the grave, you know? So what do you do then? You have to live safe. When I ask you today, so what will you do when you're after 120? Where is your Ruchnis? What will be your answer? I know what your answer will be whenever you take that seriously. What will you answer? Your answer will be, I learn Mishnayis Balpeh. Then I can chazal that forever. Um, <coughs> it's a nice trick. You know, I don't have to live Seichel. You don't even see the necessity of that. Why should I do that? Why should I live in a world of Seichel? I am fine. I am learning well. I am a kind of mitzvah. And for me, Olam Abba, that will be after 120. That today no one dikes about Olam Abba. You see that. No one dikes about that. No one lives that. That he'll enter a stage of Olam Abba. You don't live that way. You do not. You believe that will be, but it's not an option now. It's not a thing which is now making any, any difference. That is my take. I don't know, but I was, I thought about that. Why the Bnei Yisrael, I don't know whether I asked you the question, why the Bnei Yisrael, uh, the, the Bnei Yisrael in Mitzrayim, they lost their emuna, that's right. You were not able to believe anymore in redemption in the Moshe Rabbeinu and you gave up. That's what they did. That was when Moshe, that was happened there. We spoke about that. And why in, in the concentration camps they didn't? We spoke about that. Why the Because there were two options, you know. The one option was Eulam Abo now. We don't have that. For us, Eulam Abo begins after 120. And yet, that you know. <laughs> it's not now an option. So, maybe we don't live what the, what the Alter von Kelm says. We can't use that. Door closed. The Alter, um, the Alter tried to open a door to that world of thought with the motivation that you have to do it because there will be Olam Abo. Today, that works at certain bunkers, you know. It doesn't really work. So, in the maybe there's no no motivation, there's no necessity. What do you want for me, Leichter? What do you want? I'm fine. I'm a Haredi guy. I know how to learn. I'm a Chadish Chidushim. I remember the Gemoras. And I'm a Chazad the Gemoras. So, what, my, what in the world do you want from me? I should live Seichel. The problem is that this is the Yeridus Adiris. And it's so far that we even can't convince ourselves <laughs> that we need that. We can't. You know, you can't, it's very difficult to convince yourself, no, I need to live Seichel, which once that was a very simple thing. For sure you need that. I tell people, between me, uh, uh, people which they want to work on themselves, I tell them, I can make you that you are able to think straight without being distracted for 20 minutes. I can do that. I, I, I can work that. But I can only do it when you or for 20 li- minutes living with your seichel. I can't do it for 20 minutes to solve a problem in your womus. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do that. It could be when you live in the seichel and you have a problem, 
In your moments, you'll be able to think 20 minutes. But by us, when you have a tool, and you know, like the mashgir, you have a tool, when it would be the tool, and the battery goes out, you know, then it makes... And then the tool goes off. That's what we are. But when you leave Seichel, then you leave Seichel, and tack, that's the way you fall asleep. Because you're living in Seichel. It goes like this. They ask not. It's a tool. And the tool gets weak and weaker. And weaker. And then I should, I should make you being concentrated that now I give you a battery, which that drill will work for 20 minutes. You really think like this? I don't have a battery for a drill. No. When you live Seichel, it's such a thing that you can do that for 20 minutes. For sure. No problem. But first you have to live that thing. Why should I do that? What will be the benefit? The benefit is that you reveal a world of Ruchnius. No, I am learning Ruchnius. I am answering the questions in Ruchnius. And I'm even doing Ruchnius. I take a Lulav, I take a Esrik, I do all these things. But I don't live Ruchnius. That's not the world for me. My world is a world of actions. My world is a world of success. My world is a world of, of, of uh, solving problems. That's my world. And the Seichel is only the best tool I have to deal with that world. Well, the Seichel is not the world by itself. Huh? That's a big difference. So we have to do something about that. Because when you will live the world of Seichel, the Emuna will look different. Believe me. Your Emuna will be a different Emuna. Your Kiyomitsis will be a different Kiyomitsis. is a different You live in an entirely other world. Because you live that Ruchnistic level. But we, we, again, we don't see the necessity. Okay? So, the whole point of Musa, that Rabbi Saul says that, the whole point of Musa was Harchoves Advorim. Harchoves Advorim. That's the whole point. To make things broader. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that you are un- asking a question and giving a terence. Only really, that means living in, in Ruchnis. You make a thing broader. It begins to be a world. You see a thing, and then this thing is broader. And then this thing is broader. And then the thing is even broader. And then it's even broader. That's what they did. The whole time. When you look at the Bale Musa, that's what they did. They took things which are very simple, and they made it bigger. And you don't know how to do that. You think it's a question of Kisha. No. It's not a question of Kisha. It's a question of living your Seichel. It's a world. It is a world there. It, believe me, it is a difficult work to, to enter that. It's not easy. We are not used and also it's a very powerful thing which could blow you over. When you will do that, what I try to explain here, I Halavai, I would hold there, but when I would try to explain what you have to do and you will be successful doing it successfully, then you will feel that this is like too much. Because you have over here a world which is like unknown from you. You don't know that, that you have a world in here. You don't know that. But when you will reveal that world, you'll see that's an unbelievable strong thing going on there. But you don't know it. You don't recognize it. And that will blow you over. That could be. Eh? And you have to be careful. Don't be make a burrito. Don't run away or things like this. You know, It's a very, very powerful thing. I will show you how to do that out of a thing which I do 
on the spot. That means it's not 100% on the spot. Yesterday I did it in Hebrew on the spot. So I think when I did it in Hebrew on the spot, I may do it in English too. So I, did, I could take a different thing, but I take the thing which was yes. You know? When you want to enter that experience, that there is a world of Seichel, a world, what you have to do is you don't have to reach any conclusions. That's the first. First thing, you don't go for conclusions because that makes that you don't see the world. You see only the, the end product. You want to reach the end. No, you don't reach the end. You want to enter a world. Yeah? Enter a world, a new territory. And enter a world. You don't look for con- conclusions. That's not. So what you do is you think about a very simple thing. You take a very simple thing. Very simple. I, I will take now a tree, you know. It's easier to take, uh, when you take such a thing, there's not so much, so much to contemplate about that. But you might take a tree. Whatever, you take a tree. That was yesterday. I could take something else, you know. But you take a tree. Then you see, ah, a tree. So now you have to look at this. And the first thought which enters your mind, that's the whole point. The first thought which enters your mind, you have to take that seriously. Yeah. You take a, that's what we don't do. We want to reach a conclusion, and then our mania saves him. It's of us. Yeah? It's a miflaga, you know. So what? Mania saves him. There's a tree over here. So what? It's a tree. So what? Now then, you have to have something enter your brain. For example, by me, the tree is interesting. that it branches out. Ah, now. That's the first thing I would think. I see a tree, that's a trunk, and then the trunk branches out. Wow. That means there is something which goes away from the strength. And then I think about that now. It goes away from the strength. That's right. The strong point is here. It's flexible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Try to make it the tree, the trunk, like this. It doesn't go. But the branches go. But the branches give shadow. Yeah, they are weaker. And they branch out from the from the from the thing, but they give shadow. And then I begin to think further and say, ah, the branches give shadow. So, aha, uh-huh, I also have to give shadow to people. I'm like a tree, you know. It says in the trailer, automates a sodi. I also give shadow. So I, I have and I have a family and I have children. I have to give them a shadow. Where do I give the shadow? No, I am a successful man. Where is the shadow? You have to go according where is my strength. Please, come to the trunk. No. I have to branch out. I have to be broader than my strength. And then I can give shadow to other people. But when I stay only with my strength, nothing will happen. Huh? That's a tree. And then I think further. And then I and suddenly I have a whole world over me. I look at the tree and it blows me off my feet. You know? So, oh, that's what I didn't expect. Now, I don't want to think further. It's too heavy. It's too much. That's what will happen. But that means you enter a world without question and answer. That's not the question and answer. Please, please, please. Don't be so superficial that you come afterwards to me, but so, you know, it's a question and answer. You ask, why is there a branch out? And then you had the answer. When you, when you take that as a question and answer, you do not understand what I mean. No, that's not a question and answer. For sure you have to have something to think about. Yeah? But
But that's not called question and solution, huh? There would have to be something to think about. You could have another take on that, why the branches go out. Not mine. Then you could think about a different thing. It's not a solution to a question. No, please. People come to me. Please. I, I beg you. You, sh- you shouldn't do that. You know, that's like, I can't even say superficial. That's simply not understanding the words. That's not a solution to any problem. I don't solve a problem with that. I have something to think about. For sure you need to have something to think about. I have something to think about which means branching out. What does that mean? Why can't everything stay with a, with a strong kernel, you know? It's flexible, you know? Yeah, we can break it off even, or whatever it is. Ah, interesting. And now you see, I took the first thought which comes to my mind, and I don't say, ah, no, 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 that's the whole point. Your first thought is important and you have to go further on from there. Then you create a world which is connected, which is growing, which is, which is really, it's growing the world. You know, you see that thing is growing. Now, it's not a solution to a problem. A solution is very goal oriented. You know, you drill with your cycle a hole and then you have the terrace. We are experts at that. But we are absolutely unexperienced that we can take a thing and we are really holding of that first thought which comes to my mind and I think about that, the first thought which comes to my mind, it's my thing, my own thing. And my own thing, I take that further and I take that further and I take that further and then I enter a world of Seichel. That's the world of Seichel, as you see. Without Seichel you can't do that. But it is a world of Seichel. It's not a solution of Seichel. I don't solve any problems. It's a world of Seichel. And then you'll be a different person. That will change you. That is what Musa means. Yeah? That is what Musa means. That means you are broadening that thing. You're broadening the thing the whole time. Then you'll be a bit different person. That you can do with all different kind of things. Yeah? People are not used to think like that. They are not. People are not used. And they don't know really. And they, again, they are not used to think like that and they don't see the necessity. I'm a good Jew, you know. I'm even a Haredi. I keep all the mitzvahs. I only eat the best Hashem. And I'm fine, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't need anything more. Why should I need anything more? Yeah, but you are not living your Ruchnius. You are not living your Seichel. And that's a big Taina. Why aren't you living your seichel? So that is what I wanted to present as a hemshech from last time. And last time we spoke that the yetzer is so narrow and the oilama seichel is so broad that it sounded like a, a nice idea. But no, the oilama seichel is really an oilam. And the seichel is not only a tool. It's also a tool, but it's not only a tool. The seichel is a world by itself. That is what we have to work on. That was my thing for today as a Hampshire for last time. Okay? At come. Okay? The right thing. What? First. first.